15 seconds and counting. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Yes, it's another Innovative Monsters podcast. Yeah. We're back. We are back. Episode three. We got an interesting one for you. Um, this is going to be a, a, probably a, a, a little bit of a bumpy ride. This is not my uh, my my topic of choice. Um, I'm not well versed in the art scene. That's why we have my good friend, longtime uh, just uh, comrade. Adam Davis McGee. Co-comrade, conspirator, collaborator, ADM. <laughs> That's me. So, I, uh, yeah, what is going I, on I, today? Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not prepared. I'm going to be real. You got, this, is, this well, is like your you show, know. so you got you to gotta fill me in here. Man, I am so excited. First of all, you're being too hard on yourself because even though, yeah, you're an audio guy, you have a lot of visual expertise and visual insight. I mean, you work in VR for starters, but it's, you know... I, I'm I'm particularly excited for everybody to kind of get to to hear from uh, so, someone I uh, some folks that I consider family and and in a space that I truly do love talking about, which is which is the arts and when we talk about the future of the arts, what that looks like. Uh, our 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 guests today uh, come from. Uh, you know, my family that I have looked to and have looked up to to be able to kind of expose and show me the compass and the curatorial approach of the true future of art. Um, we have uh, Dot Pistello and Rachel White from Loop, L-O-U-P-E, Loop Art, the visual art streaming platform that is honestly, and I'm not exaggerating here, but it's taking over the globe in the best way. It was like one it of the is, first uh, art uh, apps on like Apple TV, like early, early Apple TV, early. right? Like they've been like when, on when this. They've been on it. Loop has been out. It's, it's some people kind of have always seen it and known about it, but they still don't necessarily even, you know, uh, make embed it in their lifestyle yet. But it's one of those things where there's such a beautiful curatorial imbalance and of, of curation with this app and, and the way that uh, when we talk about experiential uh, coming into our lives and how uh, digital media comes into our space, Loop has been doing that and has been doing it very well and very thoughtfully uh, for years. And it, and it has been uh, since since the Apple TV rolled out uh, the new app, you know, applicate the ability to download apps and to make apps on the Apple TV loop has been out the, out the gate with the Apple TV and has been then one of the top used lifestyle apps on the Apple TV. And now it has expanded into more, uh, smart TVs and it's just loop the loop and the loop team is just, they're, they're doing some amazing things. So we are so, so excited to talk about, uh, the future of, you know, art streaming. And I think, you know, Keeves and I, we talked about this. And if you listen to some of the previous episodes, we've been very, uh, we've been bullish on not talking about NFTs. I just and don't like talking about NFTs, of, but is that what we're doing today? Because we are not doing that. Okay, no, okay. no, this is not. <laughs> no, because what we want to do is while everybody's trying to kind of ride this hype train with that, we want to bring people down to earth and, and have some very honest conversation about the people in the art world that have been innovating the art space uh, and what and how that looks and and how it how how you do it right you right. know and how it's been going on and um, 
yeah, this is an opportunity to expose people to the pioneers of digital art and the pioneers of, of the digital gallery, uh, of the gallery space, period. And what Loop is doing is providing an incredible space for all sorts of artistic creators, uh, photography, oils, you name it. Loop has been able to really get down and, and show people this is a, a, a platform for you to showcase your work to the world. Yeah. So how did you how did you get in uh, connection with with uh, Dot and Loop? This I think this goes back to your your days in Atlanta. But you're you're a visual artist yourself, um, which I've I've known. I mean, maybe that's something that the audience needs to know more about. But um, yeah, how how did this kick off for you? I was introduced to Loop when I was living in Atlanta. My wife actually introduced me to Dot, Loop's founder, um, and it was through some musical connections. We were uh, connecting with Dot, she, uh, who was the head of the Grammys, uh, not, excuse me, not the head of the Grammys, but she was a part of the Grammy committee in Atlanta. And there was just a really organic kind of connection that was made um, because I was really big into various forms of, you know, visual experiences. Uh, I was starting to work in my own XR space with my startup. And there was just an immediate sort of um, understanding, mutual understanding and respect about the intersection of kind of visual uh, experiences and creating music. And this is where, you know, Keeves, I, I got to say, like as an audio guy, you understand what it's like to be in a studio, to be creating mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and, and wanting to be able to, to kind of have that visual accompany it, right? So without getting too deep into all of it, um, the, the, uh, the, 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 because I do want to, I do want to save some time for, for when Dot gets on so we could talk a little bit about that past, but basically Dot was, uh, you know, getting ready to launch Loop and I was able to, to connect with her, um, you know, right there at the, at the, uh, somewhat of the, uh, inception. It wasn't the original idea because Dot had been working and sculpting on this for a little while, but um, I'll let her tell that story. But this was uh, such a blessing for me. I really do consider myself honored and privileged to be a part of, you know, some of Loop's uh, public uh, showcase and, and debut, if you would. So um, just for me, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like you know, I'm just watching something uh, just really grow organically, and 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 I'm just so humbled and proud to just to, to to have a front row seat to see it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about this. Uh, uh, I'm just in just like chatting on this episode because right now art is in the forefront of a lot of tech conversation, uh, mostly because of things like NFTs. Um, so for all that, I completely unapologetically despise about NFTs, um, at least it has brought the future of art and the future of digital art uh, to the forefront and is a part of the, the conversation. I, I don't think that that future is NFTs. That's just me. You know, you can come argue with me. That's fine. Um, but I'm glad that because I, you know, it was that conversation of like, oh, where are these NFTs that led to, you know, who we need to talk to? What is the real like digital uh, future for art and, and all of this? And you're like, yeah, we got to get hold of that totally makes sense. So I'm super hyped about yeah. about that conversation. Not that I'm not willing to talk about NFTs. Like we can talk about that on, on this episode a little bit. Um, you know, I, I, I think we need to have, I, I'm going to say it probably like maybe next episode or the episode after that, we need to have like that episode where we have the talk about NFTs and just like get it over with. Um, <laughs> the talk. You know, you know, the, the talk, you know. <laughs> the talk. <laughs> the birds and the NFTs and all of that. Uh, <laughs> the birds and the NFTs. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Just kind of oh, get it out goodness. of the way. Make sure no one gets hurt. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Just know what you're getting into. You know, stuff like that. Um, so, no. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get off that. And uh, before we welcome our guests, I do want to just throw it at you, Keeps. How have you been? How are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, um, we're as we're as we're recording this, we're in early April right now, uh, and you know we're so close for you know vaccines to to get rolled out, and I'm 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 waiting. I'm just kind of you know constantly uh, refreshing the eligibility cycle. Um, go figure. I'm like mm. of correct weight and healthy and so i'm like in in under 45 so i'm like just dead end of the end of the list which is fine that that's fine <laughs> i i totally i can totally respect that uh but you do just kind of sit there and go okay is it my turn yet is it my turn yet no no okay i'll, I'll just be patient right. i'll be patient <laughs> um but it looks like that's actually uh coming to an end and, and they're saying like the 19th so uh I, you know there's hope there's always hope you know that's what we're holding on to yes <laughs> There's always hope. There's I'm so looking hope. forward to That's live up, events. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, LA is. Uh, they've they've announced that come I think this month we'll be getting live events and venues back open. Oh, it's gonna go crazy. crazy. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. It's gonna be great. Um, How are you? You, know, I, you good? I. You? I, I, I yeah, I'm I'm much better. Speaking of those uh, vaccines, uh, the uh, the misses and I we we did receive ours, and I I wish I could say it went swimmingly. I had a little bit of a little bit of a knockout there on the second one, but I'm back. It I'm happens. Okay. I hear so, that like, and everyone's a little bit different. Like some people might like my grandma's like 86. She got the second shot. Nothing. Like nothing, oh, man. no issue whatsoever. And I was like, really? Because really I've had wild. friends of mine who were super healthy and young, and they're like, man, it just kicked me on the butt. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that was kind of like my thing was like I thought you know I'd, I'd be I'd be pretty good, but I will say that it's for me the experience was very in and out, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. Otherwise, I'm 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 also just really excited about uh, some new sort of uh when we're talking about like xr and music and different things there's some new projects that are underway that i'm i'm excited to be getting uh my hands on and and thinking about creatively so uh yeah i'm i'm excited about that i'm looking and I'll forward be able to share more about that yeah soon. i'm looking forward to some new vr stuff coming you know i keep i keep an eye out on on stuff that's changing and, and every once in a while there's something dabbling but it's been a tough year right because something about yeah. you'd think that production in the vr ar xr space should have logically gone up during covid because uh, everyone's locked right. inside and that's like the prime use case for a big chunk of the technology but in, in all actuality when you can't go to like meetups when you can't interact with people and, and spontaneously discuss ideas uh, a lot of stuff does come to a slowdown or in this case in many cases a, a screeching halt because people are kind of taking a pause and they're like reflecting on their own life and saying okay well I'm locked indoors for the next year I mean we've been locked inside for a year so I kind of yeah. think that we might be also on this precipice of okay we're gonna all get allowed to go outside and like get back to normal and we're gonna see all the stuff that people have individually been secretly working on in their attics or basements because they've been bored True. and maybe we're gonna see some like dope innovation just like pop up out of nowhere and surprise us that's what i'm banking on i hope so yeah <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm hoping so too i think i think we will i think i think the location-based experience 
is uh, and, and just yeah, location based experiences are going to be booming and offer really really cool new uh, experiences for people to check out. Like the I think the standard in the bar is going to be real different once we come back. Oh yeah, totally. Even even this podcast came out of you know trying to figure out how do we communicate with people during COVID because we were locked inside, and so it's going to continue on past COVID. Obviously, and so like good things do come out of it, I guess. Um, we're going to come back in a few minutes and uh, talk with Dot and Rachel from Loop. You just stick around here for just a few more seconds, and we'll be back with the Innovative Monsters podcast. Yes, yes. In this corner is the heavyweight champion of all the monsters. Take a step back. Take a step. Take take a step. Take a step. Take the step back. Take a step. Take take a step. It's the Innovative Monsters Podcast. I'm Lee Keebler, also known as Keebs, with my uh, good friend, co-host, Adam Davis McGee. What up, what up, what up? We've got two uh, monsters of innovation, Dot and Rachel from uh, Loop. Yes. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need Adam to step in here because Loop is is in that art realm, and I know it's a leader in that digital art realm. Um, and digital art is like not something I'm good at. <laughs> so. Oh, well, that explains all your NFT shade. Oh, no. oh no, 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 no. The tech I'm good at. That that explains the NFT shade. I know yeah, what I'm talking real. about. That's real. No, we're, we're going to keep NFTs out of this conversation because what we really wanted to do was bring in some of the real pioneers of the digital art space that have really been investing in creating spaces for creators um, to have a global platform and to have really new forms of of showcasing and and loop when, when we talked when keeps and i talked about doing innovative monsters and we talk about who are the people that we know that have been doing big and scary things and and pushing the envelope of innovation you know dot bustello was one of the very first people that i thought of and uh dot is the co-founder of loop and has uh, excuse, not the co-founder. Dot is the founder of Loop, and Dot has an incredible story that uh, you know she can she can go in and share. But just to give our listeners a little bit of background and context to what Loop is, uh, Loop is, a, and I, I want to let y'all know too that is I'm saying Loop L O U P E is how you spell that. Okay, just want to get that out there so people can know where to go check that out. But Loop is a visual content streaming platform. And it was founded by a team of audio and visual, visual enthusiasts with a vision of creating a new experience of art and culture in our daily lives. The Loop Art Player is designed to provide artists the opportunity for discovery by global audience via a continuous immersive display of artwork on TV and other connected screens. So you can get fine art and uh, fine artist originals with Loop's integrated marketplace. Um, Loop has a number of uh, really strong data and statistics. They put numbers on the board and we can get more into that. But that's just a little bit of a description about what Loop is. And so without further ado, I really wanna welcome our guest. We have the founder of Loop, Dot Postello, and we have Rachel White, who is the Chief Experience Officer. Rachel Dot, welcome to Innovative Monsters. Thank you, it's great to be here. Awesome to yes, be here, yes, yes. thank you all. Absolutely. So I I want to just dive right in um, and talk a little bit about sort of the the genesis story of Loop. Um, while Loop is a a visual 
uh, service, a visual streaming platform, its its DNA is really embedded from the audio experience, from from music creation. And uh, Dot has an incredible background coming from Apple, which I, I, I want her to talk about, uh, but as well as being a music producer herself. And Dot, can you just give our listeners a little bit of the beautiful Genesis story of where Loop came from and, and, and how it came to be in your genius? Absolutely. It's one of my favorite conversations of what to talk about, uh, I founded the company after working many years at Apple on product and uh, have spent the past few years building something that's been descri- described as transformative in media with an incredible team here in Atlanta uh, that very much includes at its core Rachel, our chief experience officer. So. Loop is essentially the first platform of its kind where you can stream and buy visual art from all over the world in and out of home. And uh, it's now patent pending and we're creating this new streaming experience across millions of TVs and other devices uh, like a Netflix or Spotify for visual art. Uh, I know you wanted to hear a little bit about my background and the inspiration for Loop. Uh, I uh, was a was a product executive at Apple, uh, visiting top recording studios around the country, introducing Apple's music software to musicians like Trent Reznor, The Killers, Maroon Five, Gaga, T Pain, Akon. Um, how I ended up in Atlanta, where Loop is based, and in my studio uh, back in New York. I'd run old movies without the sound while listening to and working on music. And I noticed that it was an icebreaker for my guests. Uh, And it puzzled me why I had to run old movies to have extraordinary visuals for music. Uh, And I thought about the, the now 2 billion people today actively streaming music. What are they doing with their TVs? And I thought about the technology of streaming music and set out to apply similar technology to visual art. So we launched exclusively on Apple TV, where we're ranked number one lifestyle app around the world. And we're now on Fire TV, Android TV, Comcast. Uh, We have a 24-hour channel on Pluto TV. Just in the last couple of weeks, we launched on Samsung TV Plus in 4K. And then out of home, where uh, we have a partnership with Caesars Entertainment, just got back from Vegas. We're streaming in uh, various casinos that are wow. part of the Caesars uh, Entertainment uh, portfolio, which is really exciting to be able to create custom curated streams that play off of the atmosphere of a location uh, in the same way that we're creating these atmospheres for people in their in the privacy of their homes that can complement the experience of listening to music. Where Rachel comes in um, as far as being uh, core to how we create these playlists of visual art and pair them with playlists of music. 
Awesome. And that, yeah, that is. Ben, sorry about that. No, 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 that's perfect. Yeah. I, perfect segue and alley oop to, to Rachel. I mean, <laughs> the, you, you just dropped it just right in for us. Go for it, Rachel. Please tell us about your sure. role as a chief experiential officer. Well, um, and, and, chief, and, and maestro, maestro curator. <laughs> Rachel's story is cooler than mine. I love it. Well, my story is oddly, oddly similar, but but different. Um, in that I was still, I was in my last semester um, at college, and um, you know, studying marketing and music business actually, and. Um, on the side, I like to play music, have people over, and um, I'm a DJ and also a musician. Um, and so while I would do that, I would look for just anything I could put on the TV visually when I had people over. And um, essentially what I was looking for was loop uh, without knowing it. Um, so at the time, you know, trying to find stuff on YouTube or just wherever I could find something. Um, and I actually attended um, a, a mutual uh, music industry friends Christmas party and Dot had just launched, um, it was December of 2015, just launched on Apple TV. And I took one look at Loop and asked to intern because I really liked what was going on and I got it almost instantly. Um, and so, you know, funny enough that we essentially come from, from that same background of visuals to accompany music. Um, you know, I started out, uh, it was still a very beginning, beginning company with a very huge and, and awesome vision. Um, and we sat down and I think, I think that it was uh, once a week I was coming <laughs> Coming yeah, in, and uh, we talked about Georgia. Yeah, we talked about what I could do uh, to help, and it it evolved so much from there. And um, man, I could I could seriously talk about that so much with regards to to what we're doing. But um, well, let's let's get into that a little bit because yeah. I, I, I over the years I I as I was mentioning earlier, I've had the absolute honor and privilege to 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 sit you know front row back seat like just right in the middle of observing uh you know rachel when you were like studying for finals and coming over and cutting in between to like focus on loop and travel to like activations and just doing all the things and yeah and, yeah, and just like you know dot you're coming as you just shared from this executive role with one of the biggest tech companies Rachel's like I'm intern out of the out of college I'm hungry let's go specifically talking about you know sitting down with Rachel like your your interest and passion in music and dot you know having music be a part of the DNA of this company what were some yeah. of the challenges as you all were starting to sculpt and marry music with a visual platform mm -hmm. because a lot of people could just say oh you got you know a playlist just smack a playlist on there but you all were obviously taking a lot of care and have taken a lot of care over the years with the role and relationship of music with loop tell us a little bit more about that and, and maybe some of the unforeseen challenges and, and 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 learning experiences i'm gonna say that that's the least of our challenges um okay. as far as 
pairing music and visuals and visual art. Uh, on the one hand, uh, you know, given that this is really designed as a lifestyle experience, it's something to turn on that can take you through your entire day from a little burst of inspiration and energy when you start your day to something to get you through your day while you're working at home and you just need some energy coming into your space and you can have this extraordinary art stream to later in your day, whatever you're doing, to continue having this, this atmosphere uh, that is like adjusting the lighting in your space, deciding what you're gonna have as a beverage. So as far as the pairing of music and art, um, I'm gonna say this about that. We, we have a lot of different collections of art that you can select from, depending on your mood, the vibe you're trying to create or that you're already in. And honestly, any music that you feel like listening to, whether it's opera or Nine Inch Nails, is gonna sound great against any of our collections of art. And one is going to impact the other. If you're looking at our edgy, dark edge art while listening to Nine Inch Nails, it's gonna together create a particular kind of mood. If you're gonna watch the Tranquil Art channel while listen listening to Nine Inch Nails, I don't know why I'm using that as an example, but it's specific. Um, it's gonna create a different experience of the music, which art you're, you're looking at. And likewise, you can watch one collection of our art, our surreal psychedelic art, and depending what music you put on, it's going to, it's going to color that experience of that art. If it's high energy music, or if it's deep underground electronic music, it's going to give you a different experience of the art. And it's just this, constant interplay of creating different moods and experiences by different pairing of the music and art that's very exciting. Now, we have some patents that we've filed that are looking at the, the non-trivial attributes of the art and how we can uh, personalize the experience for our audiences. And you know, given that we're approaching the, the tagging of the art, not just by using art world variables, but the unique sort of special sauce of variables that we believe go into a great loop experience, that that includes pairing of music with the art and all of the opportunities to do that both by a human curated DJ visual curator pairing and algorithmically. Now, what Rachel has also done for Loop that she can talk with since she's here, is that with some of our new TV platforms, uh, such as Pluto TV and Samsung, uh, and on Samsung, Samsung TV Plus, we are synchronizing music to the experience. Uh, and uh, that creates its own sort of complete entertainment solution 
where you don't have to uh, go to the trouble of deciding what kind of music you want to listen to. We're doing that for you and finding music that, that we know, that we believe plays well off of that visual experience. But I'll let Rachel speak to that because she's doing a phenomenal job of programming music to art for our Pluto and Samsung experience. Right, thanks. <laughs> and um, to, to Dot's point, um, we actually, I think where we really started with, I mean, obviously at the loop offices, we've always been listening to really yeah. awesome music along with the art and talking yeah. about everything about how, oh wow, this sounds really great with this. and this is the kind of vibe we're feeling versus uh, playing totally different music with the same exact, you know, um, art collection and having an different, entirely different um, energy and experience with that as well. Um, but where it really began, I guess, was, was early, um, you know, Spotify. Um, just, we, we integrated into our web player, um, Spotify and, started creating some playlists that I guess were inspired by uh, the different art channels. Um, I actually did a lot of them, but we opened it up to various musicians and contacts um, through Dot's previous role at Apple. And then, which I thought was even more exciting, was to open it up to artists. Um, in our web player and also on Apple TV, you can stream by artists as well. So um, artists were actually sharing playlists of music with us that would be paired with their visual artwork, which was incredibly awesome just, yes. just to kind of hear what they considered um, that, that really I just inspired their work. Um, and that was a very tailored, very unique experience that that we were able to, to offer uh, through Loop. And then um, I guess it segued um, with this this new opportunity, and to be clear, um, our our art streaming platform, where the user is able to um, on Apple TV, for example, um, we have our, you know our own um, own and operated apps, um, where the user is able to go in and select um, kind of like Pandora, but or mood based, you know, um, or I guess art genre based, essentially selecting various channels from abstract to human form to um, surreal psychedelic to happy hour, um, these different kind of playlists of art, if you will, for your television. Um, and, you know, we, we love that experience and the ability to select kind of your vibe that you're going for. And then we, uh, COVID hit and we realized <laughs> People are spending a lot of time at home, and what would it look like to um, to translate that onto a linear television channel? Um, and so we started first with Pluto TV, and that's where we were able to sync, um, you know, music with the artwork. And uh, I've had an absolute blast doing it. Um, honestly, selecting. <laughs> as the most instrumental, interesting, obscure tracks that go and fuse together along with the artwork that um, I, along with our curator, help you know, select the sequence of the art. Um, and we create these uh, essentially you know, 
54 minute long, like hour long, different theme collections of art and music. And um, we've actually had the most incredible response to that as well. Um, I, I chose specifically instrumentals because um, you almost want this ethereal balance and, and nothing overtaking another of this visual and this audio experience coming together. It's incredibly immersive, um, but not interrupting uh, your day, whether you're, as, as Dot was pointing out, working at the morning, maybe you're doing <laughs> yoga, um, or it's, you, know, you have people over, or it's late and you're winding down. Um, mm. It's just meant to be this very awesome, very uniquely tailored audio and visual experience. And um, we've, we get emails all the time, actually, of, of people asking us, uh, where can I find this music? And yeah. what's awesome about it is I get it from an instrumental, uh, well, not fully instrumental, but a, a like film production library. Um, and and re we're realizing that there are just endless yeah. possibilities, just as, as we discovered with the art itself, as you curate these, the art within different collections, um, in the same way, we can do that with the music, and just having different music on a different, you know, hour-long art, you know, collection can create an entirely so, different experience, which is which is just an awesome, awesome opportunity for us. When you're when you're so when you're getting into the curation of, of this, and you're and you're coupling that with um, uh, music, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, my background as a DJ as well, like I I, I can totally I totally get that. Um, I guess the question I've got is you're you're doing it manually. Eventually, I assume that there's going to be like an automated system a where hybrid. you know as new, it will, it will yeah, like a hybrid of it. it. We'll we'll never leave this entirely to the algorithms. It'll it'll be a, a hybrid. We we still like right. humans. We, totally yeah. okay. I can yeah, see yeah. that. Is, but are you, do you find yourself like? Um, Rachel, as a DJ, do you find yourself kind of saying, okay, I'm going to take this this art and this art's going to fit really well with like uh, just some standard like house EDM music. So I'm going to put this over in this category and or maybe like, okay, so now that art is uh, somehow related to music at 128 beat, beats per minute or something like that, where you start assigning weird attributions to art that you wouldn't normally ever expect to do. Um, I just kind of see that in the back of my head of like a really weird uh interesting look at, at digital art in itself right well so yes um the short answer but it's ironically um in the same way that if you were to think okay i'm djing um this specific event with this kind of audience but it, it's a very broad audience um and here's what the space is like, here's what the, uh, it's, it's really about oddly, it's about energy as, um, you know, however you want to make of what that sounds like, but it's true um, in the same way that I would and have gone about uh, choosing and selecting songs for when I've, you know, DJed different, different events. Um, it is very similar and because I am such a heavy part of the art curation, at this point, I actually do the art. We we do the art curation first, myself and and the curation team. Um, and based off of that themed concept, 
of the art in that collection. Um, I then am searching through for, for specific um, tracks and I also allow myself to go where the tracks take me <laughs> um, of what I'm able to find. And when I start really getting into a groove and I'm, I'm playing the, the footage and of, of the, um, this, this art video and um, thinking actually, uh, for example, I just created one called uh, Summer Fun that we recently delivered to Pluto TV. That's, that's actually a seasonal content uh, piece. And um, I, one was playing off of the art, but two was thinking, what would I like to hear while having fun in the summer? <laughs> You know, like <laughs> what, what, you know, what makes sense with that? Because because that's and what would I like to see if I were sitting out at my pool and I look over at a screen? What do I want to see? What do I want to hear? And um, so I guess I, I approach both elements very, you know, just it's, it's like DJing for anything um, and just really it's I get a feeling and I go with it. So that. Uh, well, no, I, I was going to ask about, you know, if you could, you know, Rachel or Dot, share, yeah. you guys have, y'all have mentioned some of the names of the channels, but yeah. could y'all, could y'all maybe just guide the, the <laughs> listeners who haven't been fully immersed in Loop yet, just guide us through what it's like as you, you know, scroll and skate sure. and traverse the Loop landscape? Well, first of all, you can go to loopart.com. L-O-U-P-E-A-R-T dot com and experience it directly. No need to log in or create an account. And uh, you can select from these different playlists of, of visual art directly yourself. Um, as far as our linear channels, similarly, you can go to Pluto TV, no need to log in, download it for free. And we have a 24 hour channel on Pluto. When, uh, when you launch Pluto TV for free, no login, it drops you into what they call an EPG, an electronic program guide, which is just a new word for a TV guide. And uh, we are channel 694, and we are on Pluto uh, at every hour of the day, there's one collection of art that you can start streaming. So there's a collection that's on from 9 to 10 p.m., a collection from 10 to 11, and it drops you right in with the synchronized music. Mm -hmm. So. It's, it's more about going to it and experiencing it than talking about it. Um, and the beauty of it is that we're not asking you to pay a subscription. Just go check it out, enjoy it, share it with friends and family. And um, yeah, and that's the best way to, to describe it. To, to look at it and experience it and have your own description of what the experience feels like. I, I got to say that to, to piggyback off of that dot, it's it's yeah. loop is one of those things where you when you dive in, I mean, you you all when we talk about immersive experiences and all of the like, you all really are you, you all have 
have have have have captured lightning in a bottle to me. You you've been able to take something that you know traditionally has been a little bit kind of plain and boring mm-hmm. with just yeah. you know uh, an sure. art piece on the wall, but you all have really managed to take any screen and really t- uh, invite the viewer into your world and and that that does that's not easy y'all make it look easy but it's not easy um and there's 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 a lot of technical kind of uh i i want you to introduce some of the the the, some of the words that you were already using like out of you know ott and ooh like out of home introduce some of that uh, some of that verbiage to our audience with what sure. you all are thinking about when curating that invitation for your user. So, you know, OTT is kind of a funny acronym that doesn't entirely make sense to me. It's for, you know, over the top. Um, but it's basically referring to uh, the transformation of the TV set to being a connected device. Uh, as as far as an internet connected device and all the different ways that we now connect our TVs to the internet and all the possibilities that that opens up uh, with streaming content. Uh, And in fact, uh, you know, what we're doing at Loot is creating a new category of streaming. You know, we're already well-versed in streaming music, movies, TV shows. There are some other categories of streaming that have market leaders like Peloton uh, in streaming uh, fitness. Uh, There's gaming that has streaming leaders and we're creating a category of streaming in streaming art giving visual artists this opportunity for discovery. And we invite artists all over the world to reach out to us through our website or our Instagram, loop.art, and, uh, you know, for the discovery and ability to transact through Loop to sell your physical art. Uh, We also welcome artists that choose not to sell their art through Loop. Uh, about 80% of the artists that are streaming on Loop do sell their art through Loop. Um, but uh, other artists use Loop more for a marketing opportunity because of our distribution on all these TV platforms. Uh, and you know, we've had artists thank us, uh, I sold a piece of art and uh, the patron, the customer said they discovered my art on Loop and we're happy about that. And, uh, you know, I, I will say for, for those wondering, we are exploring uh, NFTs for art. It, it is kind of a natural progression to, to go there. And uh, we're taking conversations and introductions at this time for, for the right partnerships so that we can offer that to our artists as well. Uh, we, we know the, what will be involved with minting and, and, and hosting and, and integrating to the wallets and wanna make sure that we do it with intention and that it's not interrupting first and foremost, the elevation and tranquility 
of the streaming experience of Loop. Uh, we, we welcome new ways for artists to monetize through Loop. And uh, what our expertise and our technology that's not quite as easy as it looks to create a streaming high resolution 4K art experience across the fragmented space of connected TVs today. That's what we have focused on uh, being specialists in. But the other opportunities for our artists to monetize through our platform or through the exposure of our platform, we, we welcome that. And uh, you know, really what we're doing from a technology standpoint was only possible in recent years uh, to be able to mirror the quality of a fluid streaming experience of high resolution visual art across so many different types of streaming platforms was not possible until recent years. Even the way that we're web streaming at loopart.com wasn't possible until the web evolved to HTML5. And uh, we really should have our, our developer on this call to talk more about the challenges that Randy, that he ran into and mastered so that we could have this kind of fluid streaming experience of both the digital images, uh, high-resolution images of art, as well as the motion art that we stream all within one platform. We will definitely have another opportunity to bring Randy yeah. on as a guest, but right now we're yeah. gonna we're, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back and uh, dive in. This has been so dope, so dope so far. Um, but we are we are gonna take a quick break, and I know Rachel, you do have to peace out, so we're gonna honor and respect the time. But uh, we're gonna come back, and we have a little bit of our clubhouse audience here. We have an uh, opportunity if anyone wants to ask any questions. But we are um, gonna take a quick little break, and we'll be right back and. Get into some more of the depths and inspiration with Luke. Talk to you in a second, folks. Now back to the adventures of. Yes, we are back with the Innovative Monsters podcast. I'm Keebs. Alongside me is Adam Davis McGee. We uh, we happen to be in the middle of a really interesting conversation uh, about a an art, a digital art application called Loop. So we have Dot, founder of uh, that project, uh, with us as well. I'm gonna just continue on the Adam. As an artist, you you kind of have this entire idea understood. I'm I'm sitting here, I'm listening, just kind of absorbing 
what this really means and, and I've got you know questions in the back of my head but as as I'm just listening that's nailing each one of them so I it's going so well it's such a well thought out idea and platform and and very innovative in and of itself and 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 one of just those the long time uh, Apple TV applications that's now spreading into a bunch of different areas so more people uh, have access to it um, Adam, you had some questions about uh, how artists like get integrated into the system. So I'm going to let you take that. Yeah. Well, and even before we go into that, I mean, just to champion, you know, and to give Dot her flowers, it's and, and Rachel has been super dope and, and had to had to dip out. But, um, you know, when thinking about the uh, the methodology and just the thoughtfulness of the curation of, of what the loop experience is, you know, Dot really, really took her time to to bring this into the masses and earlier mentioned you know there's two billion people streaming their music but i want to think about a way to bring visual uh premium visual uh streaming experiences to people and you know dad at the time i don't think the term streaming economy was like in the forefront of your brain but that's kind of where loop has been pioneering in this lane of, of, of streaming and the streaming economy. Um, I know I certainly wasn't familiar with that, with that lane and with that audience uh, yeah. until Loop, you know, until, until you started launching Loop and, and uh, we were having conversations and you introduced that into my lexicon. For all of the folks, you know, listening, what exactly is the streaming economy and, and what sort of revolution are we in with its impact and capabilities? Well, uh, today we have hundreds of millions of paying customers and ad-supported streaming platforms in film, TV, and music uh, with new companies that came in and transformed industries. And viewers and audiences have become accustomed to unlimited immediate access to great personalized content and that's what streaming has permitted and and when we're, when we're thinking about with with the loop experience specifically <laughs> what is what is yeah. the value of, of art streaming you know when we're thinking about it from a humid and cultural perspective sure. and like brand value what it, what does that look like so this is an opinion uh, that I believe others hold that a dominant platform for discovery of art uh, on the internet at this time has been Instagram, which has done a phenomenal job uh, in a social discovery of art. Uh, the shortcoming and limitation of it is that you're looking on your phone at a thumbnail view. You're using the smallest connected screen to discover and view art. And it's also uh, requiring the active action of moving your thumb and pointer finger across your little mobile device, so not so little, and scrolling through the art. Whereas what we're doing with streaming the art is one, we're allowing for the discovery and experience of the art on the biggest screens in our personal lives. 
your 4K 65-inch TV, that video wall in your favorite hotel bar, uh, and it's not requiring you to sit there and babysit the screen, whether uh, a website on your computer or an Instagram feed. That again, we love Instagram, we love the social factor of Instagram, but we're not taking advantage of the bigger screens in our daily lives and allowing that art to come into your life and create a cultural experience without you having to babysit it by moving your thumb and pointer finger around. So that means you can go about cooking, cleaning, talking on the phone, answering your email, while that art discovery is going on in your space. Love it. So I, I got to ask you this before, before you can let the audience know, you know, how they can, if they're an artist or a musician, get involved with Loop and participate. Um, what can you, can, what can you tell our audience? Uh, what are some of the short term and long term kind of futuristic visions uh, that Loop is having mm. when, when you're thinking about, um, you know, uh, how, how you want to continue to innovate and pioneer this space? What can you share with us? So short term, we are very busy. We have a number of upcoming launches on uh, additional TV platforms. Uh, there are, it's, it's a bit of a fragmented space today. There's a lot of great platforms that uh, have launched that we're, we're all enjoying in different capacities from that, that, that expanded beyond what, what uh, just a few years ago was Netflix and YouTube. There's a number of streaming TV platforms and after the success that we experienced uh, this past summer on Pluto TV, uh, we are now signing deals with a lot of the major connected TV platforms and are very busy with uh, making sure that those launches are successful and that the linear channels that we're delivering to them are uh, beautiful and enjoyable experiences. So that's the sort of short-term focus. Uh, outside of our living room TVs, uh, we're very excited, especially as we come out of the pandemic, by the, uh, the opportunity that we offer to commercial locations to stream loop under our commercial license. And uh, I mentioned earlier our partnership with Caesars Entertainment. It's very exciting. Uh, their executive team is, is, is as jazzed as we are by the opportunities for uh, custom curated art streams that play off of the color palette of a location and the kind of atmosphere they're creating. Uh, there's a spectrum of locations that are very luxe. That's a hard word to say. Uh, luxury, luxe. Nice. Uh, and uh, the kind of uh, art stream that plays well off of that atmosphere. And, you know, we love when uh, the location has a clear vision. And we also love when they say to us, you know, you know what's going to work here. 
and uh, create the stream for us. So uh, what we're looking to do more longer term is to, to have the loop experience be a more uh, expected part of the proliferation of screens in and out of home so that uh, I'm not going to be disparaging about what we commonly see when we're out and about, whether in airports or lobbies or businesses, as far as what ends up going on those screens right now. Uh, but it's, it's a subpar experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, we believe that the artists all over the world uh, have <laughs> Have, have some phenomenal uh, imagery that can fill our daily life when we're out and about walking into a Verizon office and there's TVs in the Verizon office. Why not, uh, or banks, or shopping malls, why not add a little bit more of a cultural experience to those screens? And it's okay if we understand that there needs to be a monetization for the location. It's okay if they want to uh, combine the art stream with advertising. Uh, that's okay. Uh, you know, mix the ads with a beautiful art stream, and we believe it's going to create even higher engagement for the brand messaging because people are looking up at this extraordinary art. Uh, I don't know if you've had the experience, you walk through an airport and you don't bother looking up at the screens because you know you're just going to be bombarded with ads. So what if you were looking up because it was extraordinary art mixed with the advertising stream? And as far as the interplay of brand messaging with the art in uh, our utopian future, the, the brand messaging would be well aligned with the art stream and even go so far as to have native ad units that are art driven so that the brand messaging feels uh, cohesive with that art stream and you're enjoying both the experience of discovering the art and, uh, and being introduced to a product because they've, they've made a beautiful ad unit that doesn't interrupt the experience of the art. And uh, if that art truly moves you, there's the opportunity, uh, if you're out and about, you're traveling in a city, you're at a hotel, and you're having a great moment sitting at a hotel bar. We're also in Moxie and AC hotels and you're sitting in a Moxie hotel in San Diego having that great conversation with whoever you're with or whoever you meet at that bar and you see a piece of art and realize that you can purchase that art and it almost becomes uh, a souvenir, the best possible kind of souvenir of your stay at that Moxie hotel in San Diego that you discovered this art and now you're bringing that whole experience home by purchasing a piece of that art. So that's some of the future. That's that some of the future. That's some of the future. That's, that is a, a beautiful way to, to wrap it up because 
loop i said it once i said it again loop is is just taking such thoughtful curation and and just trust in the role and responsibility of bringing art to the masses and being responsible with our screens i think it's a very it's a very real um and, and thoughtful consideration um and it's it's just so dope to see the growth of where this is going i mean it started off on just the apple tv now you can experience loop uh on on fire tv android tv apple tv pluto tv comcast xfinity samsung and and in in more and more brick and mortar spaces more and more real life as we as people start to come out of the the isolation and quarantine they're going to begin being greeted by uh the, the, the loop the, and that's a I, that's something that i'm here for I'm, I'm so here for it now as we as we wrap up yeah. i do want to i do want to plug 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 not just where people can experience loop um, yeah. but also how artists can participate and then we also want to share the loop clubhouse information which just uh is new and 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 just just came to be but please quickly share with our audience uh if they would like to be a part of loop how can they do that if, if you are uh, an artist or a musician. Oh, uh, well, uh, if you are an artist, uh, please reach out to us through either our Instagram, loop.art, or uh, at our informational website, uh, info.loopart.com. Uh, and there is a link for artists to submit art for consideration. Uh, we have a curator and a curation team that uh, will be excited to hear from you. Uh, we, we reach out to artists ourselves and have some extraordinary art that we've discovered by artists that reach out to us with interest to have their art streamed. So, the, the Instagram is loop.art and uh, our webs our info website is info.loopart.com or if you go to loopart.com just hit the info button and you'll see a link for artists uh, to to reach out to us and uh, our curator will share with you information about submitting works for consideration. Uh, or any questions you might have about uh, participating on the platform. Uh, is yeah. that the answer and to your question? Yes, yeah. and, and, and last but not least, <laughs> yeah. since we do record this podcast live in front of a sure. Clubhouse audience, it's only fitting that we get to peace out on the amazing news of the Loop Clubhouse, which is live, and it is actually called the Loop art slash music experience and that is experience with an x no e so that is the loop that is just loop no the l-o-u-p-e art slash music experience loop art slash music experience and that you know i've said it we go way back i'm so excited to be helping uh collaborate with the loop team to facilitate conversations and opportunities around uh, bringing Loop to Clubhouse. And I know we're gonna have more to come. You know, outside of the Innovative Monsters family, we're gonna be um, continuing to foster and facilitate and raise awareness to this future of digital art. 
and I think Clubhouse is a great platform for us to be able to do it on. And um, I, I just cannot give that uh, enough flowers for the work okay. that she's doing and, and the loop team. So. I, I kept it real. I kept it. I kept it real shy today. I didn't go all the way in, but I kept it real shy with, with your flowers. But thank you so uh, much. Doug. It's been a, it's been an army that has made this possible. It was a big idea, and I'm very grateful for all the people that are being part of making it possible. On that note, major gratitude to Dot to Rachel. Uh, to the Loop team, but thank you for being here uh, on the Innovative Monsters podcast. Keeps, you got any words before we peace out? I do, Dot. Thanks so much. I feel like I learned so much. I just sat here and kind of listened because it's just an area that I'm interested in and, and don't know a lot about. Now I, I come away feeling educated. Uh, so, wow. Dot, thank you so much. Check out Loop uh, wherever you can possibly stream anything, your, it sounds on, like. On your, on your phone, on your computer, <laughs> everywhere. on your TV, everywhere. You can get Loop. Get Loop. All right. And uh, major thanks to um, to DJ Kubert, who's DJ provided Kubert. us with all of the music as well. If you want Wait. to check out yeah it's dj cuber yeah we do things official here yes that's true if you want to know uh you want to hear former or previous episodes of the podcast go check out innovativemonsters.com you can find innovative monsters just about anywhere you download your favorite podcast we're out of here thank you